You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to have you today with a little bit of a testimony. I want to sit with Clint Lee for a few minutes and let you hear his story. So Clint, welcome to the podcast. Hey, nice to be here. Man, I'm glad glad that you were with us. So I'll set up the podcast just by letting everybody have a little context for Clint Lee, who is that. You guys saw Clint and his wife Hannah in the baptistry uh Two weeks back now, y'all watched their baptism and been looking forward to the opportunity to share a little bit of their story. So, Clint, thank you for making time. I hope that the Lord uses this episode of the podcast to encourage other people who are listening and also just to bless you as you and Hannah keep walking with Jesus. So, let's get to know you a little bit. Um, how long have you been? How long have you been at Carterville? I've always came to Carterville when I came to church when I was growing up, um, but me and Hannah have been coming here. Uh, since right before we got married three years ago. Okay, so you guys have you guys have been at Carterville for three years mm-hmm. um, as a married couple, and yeah. you've been visiting you know throughout your because you grew up in town. You grew yeah. up in Pedal. Yeah, Pedal I grew guy. up in Pedal. All right, great. Um, okay, so before a person gets baptized, like the key thing that I tell everybody in baptismal counseling is you know before we talk about why we get baptized and the symbolism of baptism, let's make sure that we know that we know. Let's make sure that we know that we're right with Jesus, because the only purpose of baptism is is to declare salvation publicly. And so we always talk about your testimony. How did somebody get saved? How did somebody come to know the Lord? And I love your testimony. Um, so let's just take a few minutes to talk about how you were saved. Like, how is it that you you gave your life? Because you were saved as an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, you did not grow up in church. Or do I remember that part? No, I, I didn't grow up in what you'd call a, a typical church-going family. All right, so you weren't in church very much as a kid. No. Um, so how is it that you came to be saved then? Um, I was on my way home from Arkansas, uh, and somewhere around the Louisiana-Arkansas line, that's there was nothing on the radio playing, and I found this talk show that I was listening. It was the only thing to listen to till I got back to civilization at the time and uh it was this guy talking about how you know he used to be in the in the kkk and um all the wrong things that he'd done in his life and you know i kind of just pulled at my heartstrings and you know i just broke over uh broke down and pulled over on the side of the road and just listened to the rest of the story and uh that's when and and this guy was sharing his testimony yeah. about how he he turned from that life of racism and hate and yeah. evil and God saved him. Yes. And so you're just so there's nobody else in the truck with you. No. You're just you're driving south through Arkansas in the woods, and you hear this guy sharing a testimony mm-hmm. about how Jesus brought him out of that darkness. And all by yourself, you pull off on the side of the road at some point, finish, and you finish the testimony so yeah. you can hear it I, out. I sat there for the rest of the hour and just listened to it, and you know broke down into tears, and it was it was moving, and that that's my salvation moment. Right so there. that so that was a day that all along in that truck that you gave your life to God, that you said, hey, if you can do that to him, you can do that for me. That's right. And so as we sat in the office a couple of weeks ago and you told me your story about how you were saying what was powerful to me in that is that the witness that reached out to you was through the radio. I mean, there was not, you know, there was not a, a pastor you know, trying to mm-hmm. convince you of something. There was not a family member, you know, sharing. This was this was God's Spirit reaching out to you personally and directly. And I thought that was pretty powerful. Yeah, it it, it still kind of gives me chills to this day, thinking about it. 
Well, so, all right, now, you were not a church-going guy at the time. I mean, you knew who God was. It's yeah. not like, I mean, it's not like you didn't know who God was, but you but you were not a church-going person. So you got saved, but there was no discipleship at that moment. You weren't a part of a church family to be baptized in. There was nobody telling you uh, how to take your next steps with Jesus. So you finish that drive from Arkansas, and you come back, you come back home, um, and you did not get baptized then. How many years ago was was that? Clint? It was it was actually eight years ago because yeah. Hannah and I have been dating for a little over seven. And it was before that. So okay, so so for eight years uh, you've been you you've been saved by the Lord and not baptized yet, right? Yeah. So let's pick up right there. Why now? So from your side of the story, and I've got my side of the story too. But in your <laughs> side of the story. Um, why now? So we saw you and Hannah both get baptized two Sundays back. Awesome day for us. Like I was excited for y'all. Very powerful moment. Happy for your families. Why? Why now? What? What? What led you to say I'm getting baptized today? It's, in my mind, it's all about timing. And just whenever you know you greeted us that Sunday, and you know started talking with Hannah and us, and it was that's what made me change my mind and it's like this is now so to on my side of that story uh, it was uh, a couple of sundays back maybe a month ago yeah. now um you know i finished the sermon wrapped up the service and i said hey i'm going outside i'll, I'll greet you know i'd love to greet guests mm-hmm. outside and i didn't make it outside because <laughs> when, I, when i got through these first doors over by the piano headed towards the parking lot uh, I saw you and Hannah, and I knew that I recognized you. Y'all sit in the balcony. Yeah, so, same slot every time. That's right. So you're, you're as far from me as you can get. So I said, <laughs> I, I, I know these people, but I don't know them, right? Yeah. I, I recognize them, but I don't have a name. I, we're not friends yet. And so um, I thought it would be a good time. In, so I said, hey, you guys, I'm Ben. I'm really sorry. I don't know your name. I'd, I'd love to greet you. And you said, you know, Clint, this is Hannah. I noticed Hannah was, I think, dropping y'all's offering in the in the yeah. Dropbox. Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and so, uh, and so, just you guys took a second to say, oh, you know, hi, I'm I'm Hannah. I'm Clint. We kind of stepped out of the way so people could walk past us because they were trying to get out the door mm-hmm. in the parking lot. And it really struck me that like Hannah almost immediately said, hey, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And so we just took two steps to the side out of everybody's way. And, um, she said, we, I really need to talk, you know, I'd like to talk to you about baptism. Um, and so we set up an appointment for that and, mm-hmm. and sat down and she told me her story, her conversion experience that as an adult, she, she was, she knew she was saved, but as an adult, it was kind of hard for her to go forward to get baptized because she had just, she was, uh, maybe a little bit like some people don't like the spotlight, right? I don't yeah. know the right words to use. Here. Yeah. She's always been like that. <laughs> That's right. So she doesn't want to draw a lot of attention. Yeah. You know, she feels uncomfortable walking down in front of people, you know? And so she told me that there were lots of Sundays where she felt as if the spirit was encouraging her go down there, tell yeah. you're ready to get baptized. And she had just said that, uh, this Sunday, the Sunday that you spoke with us, that we were going to go down there, or she was going to go down there. But and, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> something something came over. She, I guess, she just didn't want to be in the spotlight. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm kind of the same way at the in the same instance. But I wonder, Clint, how many other adults? Because that's one of the things I told Hannah. You know, is I'm, I'm very. I mean, I'm really proud of you for taking the step. I was really excited. She was very clear that she wanted to get baptized. She was ready. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and then she said, "How? Hey, you know, Clint told me to tell you." 
you know, that y'all had talked. So you and I went and had lunch. You told yeah. me your testimony. You said, you know, that you were saved and you, you need to be baptized, that your baptism had been kind of hanging for mm-hmm. years and it was time. And so it's powerful. You guys both got baptized the same day. Um, but one of the things that your story sort of teaches me or reminds me of is that a lot of adults, um, if they're saved as adults um, or if you didn't get baptized years ago, it, it can get harder for people mm-hmm. to just pull the trigger and say, I'm ready to go get baptized. Do you agree with yeah. that? Yeah, because I'm, I'm the same way because every Sunday, whenever you invite people down to the altar, I'm just like, all right, today's the day, and then I'll chicken out. And then I'll be <laughs> yeah. like, well, okay, we'll go next weekend, and next weekend I'll do it. And it's just kind of keep you keep putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, yeah. and then you just need a little nudge sometimes. Well, and I'll say this for listeners of the podcast. Um, like, honestly... If you and Hannah had, if, if even if you had just turned in a red card, called me on a Thursday, like we we would have baptized you on a Sunday, even if you even if you weren't comfortable walking down in front of everybody at the okay. end of a service, you know. But at the same time, I want to use this podcast to encourage other people in our church family who say, you know what, I've been walking with the Lord for months or years. Uh, I'm an adult, and it's time for me to get baptized. I've never been baptized by immersion. I've never I've never done that, and. What would you tell people, Clint, if if people were asking, just if there were, if this room was filled with folks who said, "Man, I just, I don't know why, but I just can't pull the trigger." I've known for years that it, that I needed to get baptized. Can't how many? Can't tell you how many times I thought about it. But just the, for me to take that extra step and saying, "Okay, let's do it," there, that roadblock has been big. What would you tell those people who are? Why not? Just why not? I mean, ever since, you know, our baptism, I know I've felt a lot of relief and feel like kind of the weight's off my shoulders now that, you know, I can go back to actually enjoying and not without having that lingering over my head. You, you can come to church without trying to dodge, <laughs> yeah. dodge the preacher. Um, well, so why should people get baptized? You know, I think that's a good question to ask. And, and the, the, the answer that I give, you know, when we're talking about baptismal counseling, is it like... Um, man, people get baptized to give glory to Jesus, to publicly declare that they're not ashamed of Christ, they're not ashamed of His sacrifice. You, every baptism, every single baptism, is a declaration that Jesus was buried for us and raised for us. That's right. Every time somebody goes under that water and comes back up, we're remembering the story that gave us life. This whole church is founded not on people who are perfect or you know better than anybody else, but on people who are saved because Jesus went out before us, because he died for us and was raised for us. And then when a person goes under that same water and comes back up, they are declaring the resurrection of Jesus, but they're also declaring that they were joined to Christ, that they're not ashamed of him, that they recognize that they died to themselves, they've been crucified with Christ, their sins and their guilt lays dead in a tomb, and they've been born again, raised to live a life in the Spirit. And baptism to me is such—it's there's so much powerful symbolism in it, uh, such a concrete moment to remember. But the the chief thing about it to me is it's an act of obedience and worship. You know, so that so that that believer is giving Christ credit and glory for the saving work of Jesus. Yes. And so, I, so for me, every baptism is super, super powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, Clint, I'll let you have the word as we last word as we get ready to wrap up this podcast, man. Is there anything you want to tell the church family, those folks that are listening to this podcast, as you reflect on your, your testimony, God saved you eight years ago on the side of the road using a testimony in the radio and the conviction of the Holy Spirit. 
And, uh, and here we are, you know, eight years later, but in your church family, you've, you've stepped forward for baptism and you've given Jesus, you know, credit for what he did to save you. Is there anything you want to say as we wrap up this podcast? Just, uh, just eternally grateful now, uh, just that I get to walk with Christ and throughout the rest of my life and eternity. Well, man, I'm, I'm really thankful for the day that he saved you on that roadside and secured your eternity. And I'm really thankful for the day that you declared that publicly to the church so that we know what he did on the inside all those years ago on the Arkansas roadside. That's right. So, Clint, thanks a lot for being with us, man. Thank you. And our blessing. We're glad to have you all. And uh, God bless you, man. Thank you. Thank you.